Hey guys, it's Kilowatt. It's been a couple weeks since we last talked. I need to get to go to bed. I gotta go to bed because I have a recertification training tomorrow. So all the operators, uh, this is probably the first month or two since the pandemic where we get to do research training. Ideally, we all get to do them within a calendar year. So I think last time we checked, there were 2,600 operators and they all go through an eight-hour course where they get touched up on uh, safe driving skills, eliminating like dangerous habits and um, focusing on like parts that they felt that operators were lacking on or, you know, just anything they could think of. It's actually quite cool. Um, I'm not one person that can sit inside of an office building for too long. Um, I don't really want to talk about all that because I, I just like got home. I was so grateful. Uh, one of my favorite station agents, Kathy, gave me a TDA. She had to work it because it was only like a two-hour window, but. Honestly, when it takes me an hour and a half to, like, get home and get situated and get my jammies, like, I'm looking at, like, if I get home at 8, then I'm not going to get to bed until 10. And I still knew I had to do, like, laundry and pack my shit. So, anyway, long story short, Kathy gave me a TDA at 5.05, and I was able to drive the car back and then get back to my house close to 8. And I'm almost close to bed, thank God. Otherwise, it would have been like 11 and I have to leave here at like 6.30 to make it there by 8. I don't know why I'm telling you stupid, pitiful shit. Anyway, or like just details don't really matter. Moving on. Um, As I was getting ready, I was trying to get caught up on the news and like different things that I've been thinking about and... I had a lot of stuff going on in my life lately and I just... I don't really want... I don't really know how to say all the things, you know, like there's just so much. There seems to be so much always. And so, um, I just sort of went into shutdown mode. Like I'm breaking out. My doctor says it's all stress. I got a cold sore. Great. Now I get to go to research tomorrow and see people face to face looking like a fucking crib keeper. And so, I was just like, you know what, anything but my life right now, let's focus on anything but my life because everything in my life right now is really stressful. So I'm checking the news and I saw that the grand jury for Breonna Taylor's case have been given a gift from... I don't know if it was the judge or who it was, but somebody saw fit to open the case because of all the protests and all the media around it. And the simple fact that there are jurors that are saying they were never given the opportunity to request um, extra charges. So while they're not allowed to say, no, I won't drop the charges for you, Um, if a juror asks, hey, we'd like to file additional charges, 
the prosecuting attorneys uh, interrupted when the jurors asked for additional charges and said that they were hesitant to do that because they didn't think that they could stick. And they used that to sway the jury. And the last time that I checked on the videos that I watched, there were about six homicide uh, charges that could have been filed. And unfortunately, I clicked it, the link on YouTube, to try and figure out what was going on with it. And it led me to the video of them dragging her fucking boyfriend out of the house. He just saw her get shot, okay? He knows that she's dead. Like, the way that they shot her, she was fucking dead. You can't survive that. And so he watched these men shoot his girlfriend. And then the first thing he says is, what did I do? What did I do? What's going on? Where are you taking me? They said, you're going to fucking jail for the rest of your life, man. That's what they said. This dude just watched them shoot his fucking girlfriend. Despite the fact that he may or may not have been guilty of whatever fucking crime that you think is okay. Be a fucking human, man. Like, you just shot a human in front of their partner, and you're arresting them. And the first thing that you say is, you're going to jail for the rest of your life. You're going to be fucking kidding me. And it's worse knowing that this is, like, a completely unprovoked incident. They didn't even, like, I'm reading witness accounts saying that they didn't even identify themselves. When they knocked on that door, like, real loud in the middle of the night, the reason why he took his gun out is because nobody answered when he asked who it was. So then they barged the door down. So he thinks that there's an intruder, and they shoot him. His account for what happened that night has not changed since day one. The person who said they did identify themselves changed their account to that after a, a number of weeks and said, oh, yeah, no, they did identify themselves. But his first account was no, they didn't. And that's why they're, they're still able to get to where they're at. I think that that motherfucker was paid. But I just, I was listening to it. And it just really got me. I was like, oh, my God. And I've, I fell back from protesting because... I had some shit go down that I just couldn't process and I don't want to talk about it. Um, like maybe someday, but not, or not now. And, um, I kind of just like went right up inside of myself and just didn't want to come out. I was like, yo, this is like too many feelings. In such a short period of time. And I just had so much to do. Like, I have so much to do. And I'm tired. And I'm... I think I got, like, the maximum number of oversleeps that I can get. So now I have, like, zero warnings. Like, I thought I had... I didn't understand how it works. So I thought, you know, like... They have to send you a letter or something. And then they'll tell you. And then I guess they don't. And so the second that you get, like... And oversleep, you're fired. And so I now have like seven oversleeps and I can only get eight in a year's time. So that means I have 
almost a year to go without a single fucking oversleep because if I get one, I lose my job. Like, if I didn't have enough shit to stress over, I didn't even know. Like, I want to go and I want to revisit because I don't think that I have gotten that many in four months. And if I did, I wouldn't be surprised because of all the shit that's been going on. But it just sucks when you're going through, like, real human shit and then you can't um, be a fucking human. You just have to, like, pretend like you're a professional and everything's super normal. Like, everything in your life is completely falling apart. You have no idea how the fuck you're going to get out of this shithole and this fucking chaos. And you get to just walk into work like everything's shiny and great and wonderful when you feel like falling apart every five fucking minutes. So it's just like been super weird this month and I'm, um, I just got tired of the silence. Like I, I just didn't want to process anything. And I can't tell all the things that have gone on because I just don't want to. I can't talk about it. I don't want to. Sorry. I wish I could talk to you about it, but I just can't. And so I just go inside of my little house and I sit here and I don't do anything. I don't go anywhere. And nine times out of ten, I just go to Brent's house and sleep in Braylon's room. I do it all over again. And after a period of time, I get so depressed that I can't even fucking think about being an active human. And I just hate everything about that. So after watching the videos and realizing that they had successfully swayed a jury, a grand jury, and having absolutely zero faith that there's going to be any justice for this fucking woman whose face I drive by every day, every day I drive by Killingsworth and Williams. That's the 72 line that I cross through when I'm headed to and from Swan Island to Clackamas Town Center every day. And I pass by this woman's face one, two, three, four times a day, four days a week. So like 16 times in a week. I look at her fucking painting. And I look at her and I see her and I just fucking feel for her fucking family. Like, so I know it's weird that I'm crying for a stranger that I don't know. But I think sometimes when your life doesn't make a lot of sense and you see something that does, and the only thing that makes sense is to do something about the things that are wrong in this world. It helps to have something else to focus on than your own fucking misery. And I think right now it's just like, it's super miserable for me. And so I'm just trying. I'm just trying. God. 
I really, this is why I didn't want to do a podcast, because I knew it was going to be like me crying. I have so much shit going on, man. I'm just, I need it to get out of my heart. I need to let everything go and just go. Sorry. It hurts. I'm in so much pain right now, and I can't fucking stop it. I can't numb it, and I have to just keep going. And it's weird. Anyway... I'm going to figure it out. And it's going to be fine. But I thought that was an interesting uh, piece of information. The grand jurors actually acknowledged that they did want to press charges. But the prosecutors told them that they didn't think it would stick. And so they didn't. Which seems like some type of manipulation. And it should be absolutely illegal. They should be debarred. Like... There needs to be a complete redo of the whole fucking case. They need a whole new set of jury members. Like, I don't... (sighs) Sorry. I was also watching a video today from Bailey Sarian, who's a famous makeup artist and uh, podcaster and blogger and vlogger. And so she does murder mystery makeup Mondays. And she goes on and on, and she's very passionate about Black Lives Matter. And she did a piece on Rocky Myers, who was charged with the death of a woman who was his uh, neighbor across the street from his house where he shared a, a home with his kids and his wife. And he had struggled with drug addiction, and he had a very limited ability to learn, a learning disability, and... That often caused him to be misunderstood by a lot of people in society. And this was back in like the 1960s. And so this man uh, went down to his drug dealer's house because he had a drug problem. And he, as he was walking down this hall, this little like back alleyway, he sees a, a VCR. And he was like, oh my God, that's like expensive. So he picks it up. And he takes it to the drug dealer's house and is trying to see if he could trade it for drugs. And in the process of the drug dealers being um, informants to the police and him being in such close proximity to the woman that was murdered, he got slapped with a death row sentence, even though he's got learning disability and there were multiple holes in the case. If you have a moment, look up Rocky Myers and sign the petition to get him released because it's been proven and and proven time and time again that he's definitely fucking innocent, but they just can't seem to raise the laws. And so the only way they can do that is if the governor of his state grants a pardon, and I wish I could remember which one, but I can't. Uh, Here's 1015. And I'm getting ready to go to bed. I'll probably talk to you guys in the morning. I just can't leave it on a sad note. I'm. This is why I just didn't talk to you guys for a while. Like, I just didn't have it in me. I was like, <laughs> if I fucking talk to them, I'm going to cry. And I was right. 
It probably didn't help that I watched, like, a fucking super emotional video of Breonna Taylor's boyfriend being told he was going to prison for the rest of his life after they murdered his fucking girlfriend and didn't even apologize. They just gave him $12 million and said, okay, it's good. We gave you guys money, right? No, bitch, go to jail. I want to see fucking justice. And, and they swayed, even knowing that they had six potential homicide charges. The prosecutors told the the jury that they didn't think that they would stick and therefore the jury did not press additional charges. That just came out 10 hours ago. I mean, I've been watching a lot of things on on Black Lives Matter, and uh, this morning I think I started with, like, the Tulsa Massacre. And I like the way that Bailey tells stories because she tells things like I do, and it just sounds like, it just feels like you're sitting in her living room on her couch, like, hanging out. And so she just sitting there giving her take on the Tulsa Massacres, and she spoke of a mass grave site where they think that there could be more than 300 bodies buried. Because they didn't ever give a full um, investigation into it, and there were no charges pressed on the people that went around murdering and burning down eighty-five homes and you know ten city blocks of Greenville, which is the town down in Fakafino, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma, I think. And so, anyway. I'm sorry, the melatonin's kicking in, so I'm going to go to bed. But I just started my day off with that, and it just continually progressed to me just, like, being totally, like, engulfed in this Breonna Taylor thing and being so just aghast that there are not homicide charges. I mean, you'll sway a fucking jury, but God forbid you own up to what you've done to this woman and her family. And her boyfriend, who loved her and saw a future with her and and wanted to be her fucking husband. And he had to watch her get gunned down. And then not only that, you torment him. Then you keep him in jail. And then you try and paint a picture that he's some type of fucking drug dealer. You've got to be fucking kidding me. So I got my ballot in the mail. I'm fucking voting for Biden. I don't really like Biden, but he's not Trump. And I'll fucking vote for anybody but Trump. And anybody but Trump right now is going to win in my brain. They're doing videos on the Proud Boys that stormed down Salem, the Kate Governor Brown's house. Of course, they got the wrong fucking address. So like a bunch of morons are yelling at these people that don't even know why the Proud Boys have shown up. But the thing that makes me angry is that... During a speech, instead of condemning, you know, racism and acts of, you know, vigilante status, President Trump told the Proud Boys to stand down, but stand by. And the Proud Boys were down in front of our governor's house, or across the street, rather, yelling at her neighbors, inviting her out to come play toting guns, talking to the police, and encouraging them to join in an uprise after the election. Bragging that they had active duty members and current police on their team. So 
I'm kind of nervous about this upcoming month. I'm sure it's just going to keep getting weirder and weirder, but I figured I'd verbalize some of it and I have to go to bed. So I love you guys and I missed you. I'm sorry that I fucking fell off the face of the planet. Um, We have a lot to get caught up on tomorrow. So I'll talk to you guys later. I hope you have a good night. Be safe. Love you. Bye.